Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode seven of Self Care Way to Success podcast, hosted by yours truly, Maya Pogram. Today, we have a really special guest with us. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Leah. I'm 26. I'm an immigrant from Jamaica, and I'm currently working as a traveling nurse. Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, what, how did this happen? You know, how did that, we want to know, you know what I mean? <laughs> how did you get here? How did you get into nursing? Like, what happened? Like, how did I come from Jamaica? Yeah. Um. So, my mom came here when I was 11, and it was like a five-year process, basically, from me to immigrate from Jamaica to the U.S. I got denied four times by the U.S. Embassy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then I eventually got through, and five years later, I was able to come here and live with my mom and she was working in the healthcare field but she wasn't a nurse and it wasn't until she got divorced when she became a nurse and I saw how good because of nursing she was able to take care of myself and my brother all alone and I was like oh well you know this is nice I can do this and I'll be able to take care of myself and not have to depend on a man so that was really when I was like this is something good yeah that makes sense um okay so i guess we'll start general and then get more specific um so what are some common myths about nursing that they make a lot of money they (laughs) do not they absolutely do not make a lot of money when i first started i was making 28 dollars an hour that was like seventeen hundred dollars every two weeks so it's like not even enough for a bedroom apartment in today's economy so it's not that much and i've had friends who started way lower than me like my other friend she started at 23 dollars an hour for a nurse for a nurse Uh, yeah wow that's that's crazy (laughs) definitely not what social media is telling us you know about Mm -hmm. oh nurses are out here making six seven figures right off of the (laughs) wish wish right off the the bat um Okay, so moving on, what is some general health advice or, you know, situations you've seen as a nurse that you feel like not enough people follow? Not enough people make their health a priority. So until they're in the hospital, really sick, that's when they decide that they want to make the change. But by then, it's 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 too late, basically, yeah. you know, like they weren't eating right they weren't taking care of themselves for example i see a lot of diabetics who come in and they they will come in their family members will be bringing them junk food they want sweets and juice constantly they have no foot and you know i don't know if you know with like they keep going and going up and it's like they just they they don't care they don't make their health like a priority and it's it's very sad to see do you think it's it's harder to make your health and a priority a priority in a place like the US versus like other countries? Definitely. I feel like the food that I eat in Jamaica and even the food that I eat when I travel overseas, it's it tastes different, you feel different versus the food that you eat here. It's so much more processed. There's just like a lot of stuff in it that I don't think it's good and that's like helping us yeah i definitely have to agree because like traveling and going to east africa and stuff like that like i was eating like 
essentially the same foods if you were to categorize them but i was like losing weight in africa and it, it wasn't because i was like walking more like that it's because like what they're actually putting into the food it's so many things that are allowed there are so many things that are allowed in the u.s um in terms of food that are banned in other countries yeah mm-hmm. um and i think it, that makes it harder because if you just go for the convenient option you will be sick yeah it's like so crazy how you can get like a full meal for like four four fifty at Wendy's or McDonald's, but you go to the store, you buy like what a thing of bananas, and that's the whole four dollars. Like I don't know. Back home, we used to grow like a lot of our fruits and stuff, so that was like an easy way for us to save money and eat really healthy. But here, not a lot of people do that, or not a lot of people have the space to be able to grow fruits and veggies and stuff in their backyard so yeah yeah i agree what do you think what do you wish more people knew about the field of nursing it's very mentally taxing to like come home and like turn off everything you've seen or heard during the day it really I can see why, like, a lot of doctors and nurses end up getting divorces because it's hard to just flip the switch and turn it off. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's, like, any essential worker, you know, like, any cop, sergeant in the military, anything like that. I feel like those types of jobs, it's really hard to turn off. Any job I think that you're focused on in any field, in any way, it's hard to turn off. So it's it's learning how to have that balance or forcing yourself to have one. Um, and speaking of work-life balance, I feel like you've managed to create a decent one um, from what I've seen. How do you manage to, to nurture that? So I basically had to force myself to create a work-life balance because at one point I was just so caught up in making money that I was working six, seven days a week just work work working and I felt like my friendships were suffering and then when the job was taking it when the job started taking its toll on me like the friends that I were neglecting I was like oh my god I haven't spoken to this person in months and now yeah like I want to go see and tell them my problems so I just really had to force myself to make it a priority um because the job will I've seen people drop down and the next week they had someone else replacing them so that's crazy mm-hmm. so you will work like a dog get no recognition no thanks and it's just it's not worth it to line these people pockets um friendships are valuable and it's something that i believe we should nurture because they're the ones who are going to be there for you when you know things go south so i've just really been making my friendships a priority like planning to spend time with them planning to do things with them like it's something that's really important and I feel like it's helped me become a better person like put me in a better mental mindset I have like a lot less anxiety because of it so yeah 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 I get that for sure I mean I I definitely am guilty of that too kind of just like Focusing too much on work and then forgetting, wait, you have friends and family. Um, you kind of need to <laughs> to spend time with those people because I feel like 
it's hard to compartmentalize. Like you want to give 110% to everything in life, but sometimes like you skew too much in one area where you're Mm -hmm. giving 110% and then you get, you start neglecting other areas. Like I feel like for me, I had to be like, okay, Maya, if you're going to give 100%, you have to give 100% in everything. Like not just your career, but like your friendships, your relationships, your um, self-care, all of it. Cause it's not just 100% here. It's 100% everywhere. Because, like, if you're trying to skew too much to one way or the other, you'll be off balance and fall. <laughs> yeah. Burn out. Um, are there any habits that you learned in nursing that continue into your personal life? Whether it's, like, I don't know, deep or just simple, like the way you organize? Um... One thing is, like, making my health a priority, like, starting to work out, even if it's just, like, a little bit at a time, because I don't want to get to that age where I'm, like, 50, 60, and I never worked out, or, because, I mean, face it, exercise is good for us, and I just don't want to be one of those older people who can't take care of myself or didn't take care of myself when I was younger and suffer the consequences of it. And I guess it's like a bad habit, but I take medicine for everything. Like as soon as something's wrong, I'm like, all right, let me just go to Walgreens, CVS. Like I'm going to take a pill. I don't think my patients should suffer and I don't think I have to suffer. So I'm going to take yeah, a pill I, for everything. It depends. If it's like an ailment that like I can get over, I'm so down. But literally just the other day, like I had a migraine for literally 24 hours and excedrin saved my life um like and i'm just like why would i i would have literally had to cancel all my plans without it yeah you know and it's like i don't know i feel like you can't just just i'm not saying don't focus on other alternative forms of medicine because those are valid what you put into your body is medicine but also like if you're in pain just like feel better like you know what i mean it's not (laughs) Yeah, 24 hours would have never caught me. Like, the first 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, no. Like, there's no valid reason for me to suffer. I'll just take a little Tylenol, a little Motrin, and I'll feel better and be able to function in my life. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. But, you know, there's definitely a controversy with that out in the world. Like, in terms of, hey, you know, be natural, blah, 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 all the time. But I'm like, look. Look, my ancestors suffered, so I didn't have to suffer. (laughs) Why am I going to (laughs) suffer? I'm not saying, like, you know, every time you feel any type of pain, like, pop a pill. But, like, if it's a pain that's, like, affecting your day-to-day, that's what, like, Tylenol is there for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what medicine is there for. Um, okay. So, is nursing school as hard as people say it is? It was very hard for me and for, like, a lot of people. Everyone I know said nursing school is hard. Yeah, I my class started, I think, with like 50-something people. And by the end of it, there was maybe like 20-something made it to the end. Um, so it's, it's just as hard as people say. And I really wasn't prepared for that part. So I'm just, you know, happy I made it through. C's get degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. You made it. What's, what was like the hardest part that you remember? learning the different names of medicines because they have like a oh god i'm gonna sound this stupid they have like a generic name and uh like a normal name and you have to know like both the names so even now um there's 
plenty of times I'll get like mixed up. I'll be calling the pharmacy and I'll be like, hey, I can't find such and such meds. And they'll like say it by the other name and it's like right there. So that's, yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even <laughs> think about memorizing the medication aspect of it. I just, I can't, I know the hours are crazy too. Like I have friends in nursing school right now and they're like working unpaid technically for clinicals and then they have school. That like, was like the worst part. Imagine going somewhere and being there for like 10, 12 hours of the day and you're not getting paid. And sometimes you have to do it like three, four times a week plus oh work a regular job on top of it. It was brutal. It was, it's disgusting. Like it's a terrible thing for people to have to do. But I mean, I guess you need the experience. So, but it's rough. Yeah, that's that's crazy um i think that that has even even like in the medical profession in general and lots of other professions like the pay that or lack of pay and learning and stuff like that is so bad like you expect people to sustain themselves in some way while devoting everything they have to this it's just i don't know i'm not sure it's that realistic and then you have to ask yourself is it really making better doctors and nurses it's it's honestly not. I feel like people would be more excited, more people would want to do it, and they would, you know, like, give their all at work if they were making a little bit more money. Florida has one of the, is one of the lowest paying states for nurses, but the cost of living is, I feel like it's just as high as, like, Cali or New yeah, York. Like, for the cost sure. of living is up there. 100%. And we're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to pay. The only thing Florida has over these other states is the weather. And I guess that's what draws people here, and that's why they feel like they don't have to pay us as much, but there there needs to be a change or it's just going to continue to be this mass exodus of nurses where they're leaving to go travel and to yep. be agency because that's the only way they can sustain themselves and their families yeah i think it's crazy though because you, you you can't like not have healthcare workers like you can't there's no like robot that could replace bedside manner or you know what i mean like, yeah i think mm-hmm. that's crazy people and- will want to automate everything and they've tried to do that. Like some hospital has like these little robots that go around, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna catch on too much. At least not for the next. You know, not for a little bit. Like like you said, nothing can replace good bedside manner. You know. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any advice for like the listeners that might have made your life easier had you heard it when you were younger? Don't go to nursing school. <laughs> I- um looking back i i mean i can always go back and be a nurse practitioner get my master's and do it but i feel like because nursing is such a woman dominated field there is just such a lack of respect for nurses and nurse practitioners and the work that we actually do so looking back i'm like maybe i should have gone to like pa school i feel like they're much more respected as a member of the healthcare team while nurses just get like the bottom end of the stick like it's 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 a terrible thing and I definitely feel like it's because it's like a woman, like the face of for sure. Is a, I mean, a you, woman, I mean that's why know? teachers are so disrespected, yeah. or any field that's like women dominated. It it really is. It's not taken as legitimate as it should be, and that's really frustrating to me because 
people are putting in the work you know what I mean people are doing what needs to be done and I mean I just I don't know how that's gonna change like in the near future you know what I mean like I don't know what like will it happen in my lifetime I mean I hope so but it's just (laughs) disrespect my teachers made me who I am and they're still being paid like trash like I don't understand that Growing up, I thought, you know, like back in Jamaica, there's this thing called school challenge quiz. And most people, when you ask them what they want to be, like the big four is lawyer, doctor, teacher, nurse. Because that's what they tell you is that the jobs are going to, you know, like pay you for you to be able to have a good, decent life. But then once you grow up, you realize that, you know, like teachers and nurses, the, the pay is abysmal like you can barely get by and when I see some of these news articles about teachers and how they didn't want to come back to the school year because they were making like forty, thirty thousand dollars I'm like you have them training our future they're paying for supplies out of pocket and like this is what we're getting it's basically the same thing as nurses they're like at the bottom of the totem pole like yep. nobody really cares about them Yep, exactly. Like I <laughs> I it's it's one of the greatest abominations in this country. Like regardless of what your political views are and where you which side of the tracks you're on, I think that it is truly a tragedy that we are not paying the most essential workers better, especially teachers cuz I'm like teachers kind of like make or break society. Mhm. Yeah. They educate the future presidents and the future criminals of tomorrow so that's that's a very heavy weight and you mean they tell me they can barely afford their school supplies for their classroom i think that's crazy and then the things that nurses put up with and kind of just have to like deal with because hey you know this is what you chose like i mean that's not you see that's one thing i hate i hate when people say oh you chose nursing like you chose this job it's supposed to be a passion like you know you're supposed to love what you do as much as I love what I do and it's supposed to be a passion, like passion can't really pay my bills. I can't go to the leasing office and be like, oh, here's all my passion. Here's all my love. So I like as much as I love it and I want to do it and, you know, like I enjoy helping people and advocating for patients. I feel like I should be able to make a decent wage. I shouldn't work my regular 40 hours and not be able to afford a one bedroom apartment. I shouldn't have to work two jobs, you know, just for me to be able to survive. Like it 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 just shouldn't be that way. Yeah, it's a part of a larger issue though. Like we never like the United States hasn't indexed inflation for indexed minimum wage for inflation since nineteen sixty eight. So that means that like the cost of living is rising and wages are staying the same decade after decade after decade after decade. Eventually, that means we're in a three-job, four-job economy. Like, I know teachers, a good amount of teachers who are bartenders also. I'm I, like, why is that a thing? That, mm-hmm. should not, that should not be a thing. Yeah, I know plenty of nurses who have, they have their regular job and they have a per diem job because that's the only way they'll make ends meet. Like, they need to supplement their income. And I don't feel like... We should have to be working ourselves overtime to supplement our income. Like, you don't want a tired nurse, the person who's pushing meds in your IV and giving your giving you your pills. Like, that's not something you should want. The person who's 
giving you life-saving drugs or basically holding your life in their hands you don't want them to be tired overworked and burnt out i mean you want the best standard of care you know as possible and what's gonna help that nurses who are well rested and are getting paid decent wages i think you know it's a, it's a larger conversation in this country that needs to be addressed um and we're not the only country that suffers from something like this but i think that if you really want to see how a society is, look at how they treat their teachers. Look at how they treat their nurses. If you go to countries that are performing better than us in almost literally every category, education, climate change, etc., the the reputation of nurses and teachers is like, hey, that's a person who's like a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah. And they get paid accordingly. And that means that their students are performing better than our students. And it means that their nurses are happier. And it means that their, like, mortality rates are better. You know what I mean? It's just, like, even if you go to places like California where they have unions and the nurses get paid literally double, sometimes triple what we get paid here. Like, their starting rate will be, like, 60, 70, 80 bucks. I mean, even though the cost of living is a tiny bit higher, I don't feel like it's that much high they're so much more happier they have decent ratios there's no way me as one person should have eight patients like it just isn't safe and i know like it doesn't sound like oh eight patients it doesn't sound like a lot but it takes up so much time imagine i'm spending we're supposed to see our patients like every hour right and i have eight patients and I'm spending 10 minutes in a room like you see how it doesn't even work out where I'm able to spend that much time in one patient's room yeah so when the nurses are in and out or you're calling 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 and you can't get that imagine if one person has a question or one person has a problem and you're stuck in the room for so long and then this is such a charting heavy society where we literally have to chart everything for fear of being sued like it just it it just doesn't work out like there needs to like nursing needs like a major overhaul i mean literally i think every industry needs a major overhaul i mean it's not just that i mean you see teachers who have like 60 students in their classrooms ridiculous how can they possibly give each student the attention they deserve it's why like some teachers like I, you know, there's some teachers that pull you through the cracks and make sure you don't slip. But if I have 60 students and one student just doesn't want to pay attention, I kind of have to give up on yeah. him because I have 59 other students who seem to be who seem to want to be here. And that's that's crazy. Like, I don't I don't. It's frustrating. You know, you really just have to control you and do what you can do. But I really hope that people listen to people in different industries and, and truly hear them out so that change can happen. I feel like if not for me, then the next generation of young people who enter these fields that they'll be treated with respect you know what i mean and and understanding and get rest <laughs> i feel like something major would have to happen for there to be like a large shift at first i thought it would be covid like Oh, yeah. LOL. (laughs) This country completely (laughs) dropped the ball on that one. They absolutely did. I was like, you know, nurses are finally getting like a decent wage. And as soon as COVID went back down, they just sent out people are miserable again and like leaving the job. And 
So I I don't know if a global pandemic wasn't enough to kind of promote change, then what what will be? I feel like it's just something we just have to basically kind of live with and yeah. teach our kids to live with because it's it's not gonna change. What a tragedy! What an absolute tragedy! What does so you know my podcast is called Self Care Way to Success, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. How would you define self-care your way to success in your own words? Self-care my way to success in my own words. I would define it, define it as putting myself first. I'm going to put myself before this job. I'm going to do what's in my best interest. If this job is no longer serving me, I'm going to leave it. Um you know, just basically putting myself first, my health first, my physical health and my mental health yeah, first over money, over, you know, anything that's not bringing me joy and happiness. And exactly. Yep. Helping me to have a good life, you know? Yeah. Do you have any final words you want to leave the listeners with? Work out. Don't wait until it's too late. Do to it now. Take your health seriously. <laughs> Work out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just take your health seriously. Like it, and get insurance. Insurance, especially if you're a young person, like you don't think it will happen to you. But I've seen so many younger people, younger and younger people, end up in the hospital, and they don't have any insurance. So yeah, yeah. I don't think enough people pay attention to insurance. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Make sure you guys tune in next week. Self-care your way to success where we have another special guest. And have an amazing, beautiful, positive day.